Okay, so again, uh, let's kick things off here. Um, I think most people uh, probably uh, are involved or currently working in the, the recruiting industry, uh, but I did want to do a, um, a little poll um, after this introduction. So just real quick, I'll, I'll introduce uh, a little about MotionWorks and myself uh, and what we do and probably focus a big part on, on you know, some of the trends um, that have happened um, you know, over the last 20 years. I mean, I, I've been here in Japan for, for over 20 years and most of that time has been in recruiting. Um, I, I don't know about everyone here, like how long they've actually spent in recruiting and, and what roles they do. Um, but I think you know, that this knowledge is, is good, a little background information on the, the industry and how things have changed and, and where things are going from now. And the next one um, is really a, more about assessing, you know, what kind of recruiter you actually are, right? And, and assessing, um, you know, what is it that you're, you're good at and what is it that, that motivates you and, and, and you actually are good at and you like. Because uh, I, I think a lot of people get put into uh, particular roles that, um, you know, we're not good at everything, right? Uh, and it's really, really hard if you're in the wrong role. So um, kind of assessing those kind of areas. And also what matters most in your, in your career, not just your, your role, but where you wanna take your, your career. Um, and finding out if, if where you currently are is, is a good fit or if you need to look elsewhere. Uh, and then lastly, I'll, I'll introduce some of the you know, clients I'm working with and some of the positions available and um, happy to help uh, you know, navigate uh, your careers for you if, if needed. And sometimes you know, really staying where you are is the, is the best place, but you know, this webinar is, is really to get you to identify that um, on your own. Okay, so um, before I start, um, all of our webinars are, are free. Um, I've, I've held some for, for clients for, for employer branding. Uh, this is the first one for the candidate side um, and recruiters in particular, but uh, all of them are free. And, and we do try to uh, raise awareness and, and also money for uh, some of the people that we're helping. So one of the, the charities that we're uh, choosing to support uh, this year is uh, for Brent Conkle, who is a longtime HR professional uh, and leadership trainer and coach, also the, the president of uh, Business Across Cultures. And he's uh, yeah, been dealing with multiple health issues and um, you know, he's, he's done a lot for the recruiting industry and, and we're trying to, to give that back to him. So uh, we're trying to raise money and, and help him uh, for his fight against multiple health issues. Uh, so we wish him the well, best of luck on that. But um, yeah, if you are interested, uh, please dive more into to his website and, and, and feel free to uh, donate or, or give moral support, if anything. Okay, so uh, this is a little about uh, myself um, and, and MotionWorks as a company. Uh, we started up uh, back in 2019 as an actual company, and we've kind of spawned off and, and diversified. But in general, uh, there's myself, uh, Gail, who's a senior researcher with us, and Yuki and Dennis are uh, videographers that, that work mostly on, on some of the employer branding and, and videos that we've done, Coffee for Closers series and those things. So those are the, the superstars of, of MotionWorks. And to, you know, a lot of people, you know, even though we do a lot of branding and, and, and those kind of things, um, it is hard sometimes to explain what we actually do and, and, and where our brands are. 
But for the most part, um, you know, MotionWorks is a media and employer branding company. So one of the, the brands that we have or one of the, um, yeah, one of the, the brands or channels that we use is, is MotionWorks Media. And that's really focused on uh, helping companies develop corporate uh, media, corporate branding um, for, to get clients business development or, or attract talent. MotionWorks Careers uh, is also um, helping clients and companies uh, attract talent through, through branding, but more uh, often in, in things like this as well, uh, focused on the, the candidate side. So we're really trying to help candidates from um, you know, any, any kind of job seeker out there, including recruiters, as well as um, you know, people in, in various roles. If there is a strong industry, it would be recruiting and HR that we, we specialize in. And I probably half of my clients are recruiting agencies uh, that we're working with for, for branding and also talent attraction, um, as well as uh, direct hire companies. Um, so for anyone today that's, that's on this uh, webinar that might be interested in going like into TA roles or uh, into different parts of uh, recruiting uh, in terms of like resource, you know, sourcing or, or 360 recruiter or team leader or RPO or internal TA, um, that's, that's what we're going to focus on uh, today. MotionWorks Learning um, is kind of a hybrid uh, beta site that we have for uh, one of our clients is, is a learning uh, company, language company, and we do some training videos and corporate videos uh, for, for them. Uh, but yeah, for the most part, we focus on employer branding and, and talent attraction. So I'd say half of our job is really reaching out to, to candidates um, and, and trying to promote the companies and, and really matching um, you know, the, the, the companies and, and the candidates to, to the right uh, role and, and the right environment. I've, I've actually been here in Japan for, for over 20 years and, and mostly focused on HR consulting uh, training and, and also recruitment. Um, and I started up MotionWorks, you know, back in 2019 because I, I really saw a, a shift in the market um, away from the traditional recruiting and, and more onto the branding side, right? So I, I think, you know, going back to candidates, I think it's, it's always been a candidate driven market for a very long time here. And, uh, you know, my, our role here is really to help uh, candidates in the market find the right place to work and, and, and to develop their careers, right? So we try to use uh, a lot of media and a lot of content to actually do that. Uh, not just traditional scout mails or, or job postings or something like that, because it just doesn't tell you uh, what it is. And more importantly in recruiting, I think, <clears throat> excuse me, um, you know, we, we have this perception of some companies like, oh, I, I know this guy that works at that company and um, you know, those, those guys do this. So we, we have a lot of like stereotypes and a lot of negative things from companies. You know, I'm, I'm guilty of that as well, right? But then, some people will do well in a good environment in, in that environment and some people won't right so you know whether this type of agency is works this way or this type of agency works works that way um you know there's always a fit for for someone so you know we we try to help um companies promote like what type of environment what type of system what kind of um you know commission structures they have and if that's really fits what you're looking for, right? And sometimes it doesn't, right? So sometimes, uh, you know, maybe staying where you are is, is the best place. 
and <clears throat> but you should be able to develop yourself accordingly. So for, for me, that's really where the, the motivator um, to get into rec to rec uh, started from. I'll show you some key trends that, um, you know, depending on how long you've been in recruiting, um, I, I think most of the people on, on the call today have, have been in recruiting for at least a few years. Um, probably not anyone as long as I've been doing this, but, um, you know, this infograph shows you a little about things that have changed um, in Japan. And also when I came around, you know, the end of the bubble area, which was around 1990, um, things have changed quite a lot. I, I use this infograph um, with, with employer branding as well, because I think companies also struggle with the same things um, of, of, you know, what's changed and, and what's happening and the, and the tools that we're using for recruiting. You know, so back in, in after the bubble and those kind of things, right, right around 2000, when, when um, a lot of recruitment companies um, started increasing and, and they haven't really stopped. I mean, maybe around Lehman, they slowed down, but they, you know, again, it picked up again uh, soon after that. So, you know, the, the, the recruiter of, of yesterday and the recruiter of today and also the recruiting agencies of, of a long time ago and now definitely have transformed. And, you know, that's, that's what I've seen. And, you know, that's why I wanted to highlight in this webinar you know, what has changed and, you know, it's, it's, it's going to keep changing, right? It's not going to get any easier. We have a, a series called Coffee for Closers. Uh, and I just wanted to actually find out uh, how many people here actually understand where the term comes from, Coffee for Closers. I see a lot of no's so far. Okay, that's interesting. Okay, so we this will be good. Okay. So if everyone has answered, there are a few more people clicking in. Okay. Okay. I'll share those results and I think they come up. Yeah. Okay. So interesting. No one really knows where that phrase comes from. Well, this will be one of the benefits of attending from for today. So Coffee for Closers, uh, actually, the, the term comes from a movie, uh, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. It's a very bad movie, but it starred Alec Baldwin. And I'm going to show you a clip of that movie and where the, the, the term comes from. And I think the phrase and also, um, you know, just the, the time where th when this movie came out and the time that I was doing recruiting, um, this movie it really kind of embodied what recruiting was at that time. Um, very cutthroat, very, um, you know, yeah, it's just a very toxic environment back then of where I was working. So um, I'm going to show you a clip. Uh, they do cuss quite a lot in here. So I'm going to give you fair warning. So if you're uh, not keen on that, they will probably cuss a couple of times, but I'll stop it before it really starts cussing a lot. Um, but let me show you a clip from that. Uh, this gives you an idea of kind of the environment back then when I started recruiting. Uh, this, this was kind of the environment that, that I started in and it's changed a lot since then. So anyway, also pay attention to where the, the Coffee for Closers uh, tagline. Let me have your attention for a moment. Because you're talking about what? You're talking about 
bitching about that sale you shot. Some son of a bitch don't want to buy land. Somebody don't want what you're selling. Some broad you're trying to screw, so forth. Let's talk about something important. Are they all here? All but one. Well, I'm going anyway. Let's talk about something important. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. <laughs> you think I'm fucking with you? I am not fucking with you. I'm here from downtown. I'm here from Mitch and Murray. And I'm here on a mission of mercy. Your name's Levine. Yeah. You call yourself a salesman, you son of a bitch? I don't gotta listen to this shit. You certainly don't, pal. Because the good news is you're fired. The bad news is you've got all you've got just one week to regain your job, starting with tonight. Starting with tonight's sit. Oh, have I got your attention now? But yeah, that, that was kind of the environment uh, that I started working in. And a lot has changed, luckily, since then. And, I, I, you know, unfortunately, I, I think there are still some uh, environments like that. Um, I, I do know some rather toxic environments that, that um, or more like toxic people that still exist in this industry. And that's, uh, that's unfortunate. Um, but again, things have changed uh, for the better. Um, some things have changed and then other things have not, right? So um, wanted to show you a bit about that and, and where it actually comes from. So that's where the line coffee for closers come from. Um, and I think a, a lot of people in, in a sales role or in, especially in recruitment, um, you know, can relate to, to the pressure, right? The, of, of the KPIs and, and delivering what's expected, revenue, all those kind of things, right? Um, so it's kind of an interesting movie if you ever want to Google it. Um, okay, so again, right around the time when I started recruiting, um, I don't really, I'm not trying to reminisce about the, the old days and those kind of things, but, you know, a lot has changed about how we've uh, sourced things yeah, talking about what has changed and, and what hasn't in recruiting. So um, I actually posted this uh, this morning on, on LinkedIn. And this is an actual script that I used when I first started in, in that very toxic environment um, to uh, talk about how we uh, name, name collecting. So I use this for, for name collecting. And you know, I'll just read it. Obviously, you can read it. So hi, my name is Terry Richards. I can do this actually without even reading it, it's still ingrained in my head. Uh, so I'm Terry Richards from Gentech, and you know, I'm trying to reach a, a sales director that, that works there. Uh, I met him at a trade show recently, but you know, I lost his business card and he told me he works at your company and gave me this number. Um, you know, I, I don't have his name or direct number, but you know, he's about 30 years old, 175 centimeters tall, uh, speaks English, uh, and then, Surprisingly, then the next thing that comes out of their mouth is, oh, is that Sato-san? And I was like, no, 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 so, uh, Sato, what, what's his first name? Uh, Kenji? Kenji? No, it's not Kenji Sato. And then I write down Kenji Sato. Oh, is that Watanabe? No, what, uh, what's, it, what's his first name again? Uh, is that Nobu? Uh, Nobu Watanabe? No, it's not that. Right. And then, you know, sometimes you would get two, three, four names. Uh, I think one time there was a 
a world's record that somebody got like 50 or 100 names or something like that, right? But the, the crazy thing is about it is it actually worked, you know, but it didn't really make me a better recruiter. Uh, it got my names and it got my, you know, I, I achieved my KPIs for that day or whatever, right? But I'm, I'm sure some people are still using this, this script today um, because it does work. But just the way we're engaging with candidates and the way we're getting information uh, is definitely changing. So that's one. Um, also, you know, back uh, when I was when I started, um, we you know we would get the Mabos or we would get the the, the employee lists um, from from companies or you know uh, they would actually put like the visitor list or something in, in the um, front desk. You know, people would write down names or take pictures of it or something like that, right? So it was it was a bit crazy the the way we got information um, back then versus now. Um, and, you know, again, if you look at the tools we had, we had phones, uh, you know, a notepad, uh, a very old computer, maybe even Excel files that, that some people were using and, and business cards. And, and that was it. You know, um, we had email and those kind of things. But, uh, it, you know, it was very old school in, in the way things were, were done. Whereas, you know, if we look, we have all these tools and the way it's kind of progressed. Um, it's just changed dramatically of, of how we. Uh, get information and, and communicate and engage with, with candidates um, with all of these tools as well. I mean, these, you know, there's just so many tools that we, we can use, um, luckily. That, but again, they're, they're no easier or, or you know, than, than the previous ways to, to get information and reach out to candidates. You know, so we have all of these uh, sources out here with, you know, CRMs, ATSs, and all these job boards and, and, and different systems that we have to use, social media. So, you know, the recruiter of today is, is just, it's so difficult with so many platforms, you know, and it goes back to, you know, the type of recruiter that you are, you know, are you able to leverage all of this information and all of these types of, of tools and everything that we have now? Um, there, there's a lot of things that, that, haven't changed, you know, there, there's still a lot of um, stress sometimes, I think, with, um, you know, I don't want to call it bullying, but, you know, micromanagement or, or those kind of things that still go on. I think a lot has changed with COVID, which is good. I think uh, a lot of companies that did do that, um, it's, it's kind of shifted over to a more, um, you know, developing the employees and, and thinking about, uh, you know, mental health and what wellness and those kind of things. So that's a good thing that, uh, that I think has happened over the last few years um, that's kind of changed our, our industry for, for the better. Um, but there's always going to be people in any organization that are going to, to do that, right? So as recruiters or any job that we have, right, we have to be able to learn to adapt with that. But for the most part, I do think that uh, recruiting is coming, you know, becoming a lot more uh, cohesive with, uh, you know, colleagues. I mean, there's not so much, you know, some agencies will have like client ownership or candidate ownership. Um, others have a more like open platform where you're just sharing information, right? So um, those type of things make a big difference when you're trying to um, figure out what, what role you want and what agency you want to work for, right? So what I've found is that, you know, a lot of um, some people I, I talk to, I wouldn't say a lot of them, but, but many of them um, 
kind of spinning their wheels, right? They're, 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 they like their job, they like who they work with, but um, you know, the, they can't develop themselves as a recruiter because maybe they don't have the, the mentorship um, or you know, they, they don't have the, the flexibility to shift over to something else, right? Um, I, I talk with a lot of people that, and I'll get into this a bit later in terms of the types of roles and, and stuff that recruiters can do, but yeah, I mean, there's, there's so many areas that we can do, but sometimes where we are in, in the agency, uh, it's restrictive. We, we, we don't have either, it's too small or too big or, or too complex um, to, to shift your career around, right? So yeah, we, we have to look at a lot of different things when we're considering um, you know, what we want to do in, within recruiting. All right, so again, taking a look at, you know, what kind of recruiter you are, right? So, you know, it seems like everyone attending today, uh, except for maybe a few people, maybe are not actually recruiters, but, you know, you can still actually assess yourself in terms of uh, the type of recruiter that you are. And, you know, are you, obviously there's, there's other components of this, but, you know, what are your biggest drivers? Um, that, that motivate you in recruiting? You know, are you candidate-driven, industry-driven, data or money-driven or client-driven? And a, a lot of times, you know, you have to be all of them. Um, and, but not all of us have the same motivators or, or the drivers, right? You might have someone who is, you know, they really like candidates in a particular industry and they really, they know that market. Maybe they came from that industry and they really want to be on a candidate side. Um, and maybe less on the client side. And then others are more like just data-driven. They don't care the industry. They just want to figure out like, you know, they want to uh, build out, um, you know, maps or market maps or something like that. So they're more analytic, analytical or they're doing more on the research side. Um, but they're also money-driven or something like that, right? So, you know, you, you have to kind of establish what your main drivers are for, for doing that role and if it actually matches. Um, and, you know, at the same time, there's so many skills we need to have as, as recruiters. Um, you know, time management, matching, analytical data, you know, negotiating skills, closing skills, uh, problem solving, being flexible, multitasking, energy, communication and everything. I mean, the list goes on and on of, of what we need as recruiters, especially in today's environment, right? It's very candidate driven, very social uh, in, you know, driven uh, ways that we can engage. So, you know, I, I think those are the two biggest things, hopefully today that, that you can really assess. Like what, what is it that is your main motivator and what are you good at? And, in your current environment, are, are you allowed to do that and, and expand upon that, right? Um, and if not, you know, what's available or where should you shift your, your focus to? So I, I get a lot of people, you know, finding out if you're really in the right role in company. And I, I think for the most part, sounds like people are, are, are fairly happy but maybe they can't see where their, their future or, or career is going to go maybe two or three years down the road within this organization. And I think that's the hard part to, to find out is, is, you know, are you 
better suited for a 360 recruiter. You know, a lot of people come in as like associate consultants or, or researchers, and then they can progress to the next one and they can become a consultant or a senior consultant and something like that. And sometimes you almost have to become the next level. And, and some people, that's a mistake. Others, um, you know, they're really good at that and, and they want to stay on that side. They want to stay on the research side. Others um, are more like on the 360 side, but they, they want to dive more on, on the candidate side or they want to dive more on the, on the business development side. Um, or they just want to stay on researching um, and sourcing and those kind of things. And then others want to transition out. Like I, I talked to many recruiters that, you know, they want... They're a 360 recruiter, maybe they're a consultant or a senior consultant, um, but then they, they eventually want to go into a TA role or into HR. And, you know, that's sometimes that's possible within an organization, but it's also very different, right? I mean, if you, for example, you know, just looking at the main difference between a 360 recruiter and, and like an internal TA, um, you know, if, if you're doing quite well on commissions as a 360 recruiter, um, your, your base salary may go up going internally, but your commissions are going to drop, right? Because sometimes you, you get no commission, you might get a, a regular standard bonus, but that's it. So, you know, that's something that you have to think about. And I, and I think um, some people don't see that, right? Like they actually they want to go internal, but then they're also doing quite well as a 360 recruiter, but they don't like some components of the 360 recruiting, right? So, and that's fine. You know, it's not just a money thing, uh, but you, you do have to find out like, you know, what is it that's, uh, you know, enticing you to, to go into like a, an internal TA role. And that, that might be just because of the pressure or because you have to do so many more things. But, you know, internal TA also, there's a lot of, to deal with as well. So, you know, it's, an internal TA role is, is not any easier than, than a 360 role or, or vice versa, right? I mean, there, there, there's different uh, merits and demerits of it and, and different pressures of it. Um, but when you look at in terms of how you want to develop yourself, that's... Um, that's a big thing to think about, right? Because again, going back to that transition between some people want to uh, get into HR or be an HR generalist or an HR manager sometime, but they're stuck in, in TA. I shouldn't say stuck, but a lot of times that's what I find is when you, when you go from a, uh, an internal TA role, it's, it's sometimes very difficult to to want to get into or or to move over to the HR side because TA and, and recruiting is is so important to organizations probably more so in now than than HR um, so you know you have to think about that if you're thinking about shifting over you know is that organization going to allow me to do that um, or you know do you take a, a junior role starting role in an HR company from 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 zero. Um, that's an option. RPO, you know, I am working with a couple of RPO companies and, and um, you know, going back to what the market is, I, I think the market needs everything here, right? We need strong researchers, business development, 360 recruiters, um, but also internal TA and, and RPO. And RPO is a, is a good uh, springboard if you want to go internal. 
Um, so if you really like the research and the sourcing side, um, and maybe you're an associate consultant or even a 360 recruiter, but you want to get back to the candidate side and eventually get into TA, um, RPO is, is a good uh, stepping block for that. A lot of times, um, you know, I, we have Japanese and, and, and foreigners on, on the call today, uh, but, you know, a lot of times, um, you know, internal TA and, and even RPO, like you, you need strong language skills. Um, most companies, most agencies want uh, native level Japanese. And uh, a lot of times, you know, people don't have that. So, you know, you might have to stay on the 360 recruiter side or move over to a, a researcher or sourcer side. Uh, or you could go into business development if you're dealing with a lot of, um, you know, Gaishke or, or global companies. So, you know, there's just a lot of things to consider, right? And, and, and that's, you know, really what, what I like to do with candidates is I'm more than happy, um, you know, I, I have a limited selection of companies and, and positions uh, available, but I'm more than happy to uh, offer advice. Um, you know, if, if you are considering a move, um, you know, please reach out to me and, and I'm happy to um, tell you, like give you insight in, in, in some of the, the pros and cons of, of making that decision. And that's really what, what I do when I speak to um, people in, in the industry right now, because it's super difficult. You know, for me, going back to the branding part, it's, it's so difficult to convince, uh, you know, a recruiter to go from shop A to shop B. It's just so difficult because there's not much of an advantage, you know, like, oh, well, the commission structure is a little higher, a little lower, right? So it really comes down to, you know, going back to, these things is like, you know, what are your drivers and what are your skill strengths, skills and, and skill sets and, and strength? And, you know, you, you have to think about that when, you know, assessing your, your next move, right? And, you know, can your existing company offer that? And if the answer is no to a lot of those, then you really need to, to rethink your, your next move. Um, and that could be to, maybe another agency that is a little more flexible on your career path or will help you develop or you know an rpo or internal ta type role where where you can expand your your career or change an industry altogether which some people had to do during during covid and and that's an that's another option as well so you know feel free to to reach out to me um, if anyone is interested in those and, and i am working with a lot of different companies that um, can offer that. So, you know, today is really, it, it's really to, just to give you an idea of um, how the industry has changed, um, how to kind of assess yourself as a recruiter, if you're happy, what you really want, and are you in an organization and in a role that actually uh, can do that? And if not, you know, I'm, I'm happy to, to give you advice or suggestions or, you know, some positions that we're working with, you know, that, that are available. So, you know, anyone after this, I will send up a, a follow-up message after this. Um, and, you know, thanks, thanks for watching. Hopefully this was informative. Uh, this was a little shorter than, than usual because I know a lot of people in recruiting obviously are busy. So this one is a little shorter. Uh, but hope this helped. And, you know, again, feel free to, to reach out to me directly uh, after this to give me your feedback. And, and if you're interested, just to talk shop, 
and, and see what's available uh, on the market. And again, uh, please, uh, if you can, uh, check out uh, the link for, for Brent and, and help him on his cause. And uh, yep, subscribe to our channels and, and stay tuned for, for more great content from uh, MotionWorks and uh, Coffee for Closers. So anyway, have a, have a great week and uh, thanks for watching.